Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Sports Ethos DFS Today podcast. I am your host, Keith Quark, and if I sound a little exhausted, it's because it must be a Saturday night, and we're going to be talking about Sunday's slate and just got off work, so nice and late here, but uh, an interesting slate tomorrow. I'm actually pretty curious about how they broke this down. They did a two-game early uh, slate on DraftKings and then a single game showdown in between with that 5 p.m. game, and then they have the four later games on the uh, the main site. So interesting slate, uh, just the way they broke it down. But uh, I think I'm probably most excited for the early slate, probably, and uh, probably least excited for that later, later slate. So, uh, But, you know, I think we'll get a lot of information between now and then anyway. So speaking of that, if you want information and you want to know how we're responding to that, you should get the DFS pass. It is still forty nine nine a month. Go ahead and sign up and come talk with the pros. Myself, Horace, Lee, Hunter. I don't even know who Hunter is. Probably don't because he just does the delivery for us. But you'll know who he is if you get that DFS pass. And he does an excellent job. He had some really, really great calls for, to, for tonight's games. And I hope you all listen to him if you have that DFS pass. Well, let's get down to it, man. This two-game early slate, it's the uh, Luka versus the Clippers. That's what I have written down here. Obviously, that's the Dallas Mavericks. But let's be real. It is Luka against the Clippers. And we've got the New Orleans Pelicans against the Miami Heat. We do have Christian Wood out. His thumb is fractured. This is why I have the most interest in this slate. I think it's going to do some interesting things here, uh, You know, based on what we saw in last game with uh, Christian Wood being out. And just the fact that the uh, Mavericks are going to need to lean into some other people to provide a little bit of scoring next to Luka. Najee Marshall is also doubtful for the Pelicans with a toe injury. And we have Luke Kennard out already, uh, ruled out with a calf injury. Which sucks for one of my season-long teams. Uh, not necessarily a big deal for, for DFS purposes, but I included it anyways. It's a small slate. Why not? Uh, so let's talk about Luka versus the Clippers. Luka, 12-5. Yeah. Smash me some Luka. Um, you know, he plays the Clippers. He plays the Suns. This guy takes these games personally. This is the guy, like, I don't lean in narratives too hard. I said that twice now. And I was on two different podcasts today. But I think with Luka, you can lean into the narrative here. He's going to want to destroy these Clippers after, you know, get some revenge from the playoffs. And uh, he just always comes out with a special fire in him in this game. So 12-5. Uh, most expensive guy in the slate uh, by far, pretty much. I want him. I want him on my, on my lineups. I mean, it's a two-game slate, so I think if he does smash, you're really, uh, really not going to get anywhere. You're going to have to have Luca. So I'm just going to. It comes down to me. Do you think he's going to smash it or he's not? And I'm in, definitely in the ballpark of him smashing it against this Clippers team without Christian Wood. No Christian Wood, so no second fiddle. I mean, not like it was a great second fiddle to begin with. But yeah, that's just. Uh, an easy call for me, honestly. So I feel like. Um, who else on that on that uh, Dallas Mavericks team is going to step up? Though I've got Spencer Dinwiddie at sixty five hundred. I got some interest in him for sure. Been tearing it up and turning it on uh, recently. Could keep that going against this Clippers team. Uh, Ter- Tim Hardaway Jr. at fifty one hundred. This is the lowest price we've seen him in a couple months, and I think you know it's a byproduct of Dorian Finney Smith is back. Taking a bit of a backseat, maybe his minutes are cut down a little bit. But this guy's a walking bucket, man, and they're going to need some buckets without Christian Wood. It's not; it can't be all Luca. I know I said Luca versus the Clippers, but it can't be all Luca. So I've got some interest in THJ for sure. Uh, Reggie Bullock, similar story there, uh, thirty-eight hundred. He's been playing really, really well after a very slow start to the season. 
been turning it on. Uh, very much a three and D type player, but those threes are falling right now. And if he's hot and that's that's happening, then uh, you know I should be all aboard that train for that very low price. And I would be remiss if I didn't mention Dwight Powell at thirty two hundred as a possible punt, punt to play on this two game slate. But he's definitely on there. He's somebody you should definitely look at uh, again as a punt. You're not expecting a lot from him. Clippers. I don't have anything. I really don't. I think their pricing is all about right. I think you can go to Reggie Jackson, I think, because there's going to be no uh, John Wall. John Wall's still out. So I think Reggie Jackson makes some sense there. But um, outside of that, I mean, Terrence Mann is too expensive for me. I just don't. I'm not into Kawhi and, and Paul George if I'm trying to fit Luka into my lineup. I think either of those guys are okay for a, a GPP pivot. I think you're, I mean, I really think you're fading Luka at your own risk here. Really do. Feel strongly that he's going to have a good game. So I'm going to go look at his PRA once we're out of here. All right, let's move on. Though. Let's talk about the New Orleans Pelicans and the Miami Heat. And uh, Jimmy Butler, 8,100, is just too cheap. So I'm going to look to pair him with Luka and uh, get some just uh, get some of those other value guys on the slate. Uh, but, yeah, Jimmy Butler's definitely got to be my lineup there at that price tag. I know the Pelicans aren't a great matchup for anybody. They're a pretty tough team. But uh, it's Jimmy Butler, man. <laughs> he's a transcendent scorer when he puts his mind to it, when his team needs it. So uh, they need some wins. They really do if they're going to keep uh, keeping this race here. So looking for Jimmy Buckets to go get buckets. Uh, Tyler Hero, 6,600. Another guy where we're seeing the lowest price point in a long, long time. And uh, I'm not a huge Tyler Hero guy. Don't vouch for him a whole lot. But at this price point, I mean, I, I don't know how you overlook it in this on a two-game slate. You know, this is a guy who was like in the 7,000s for a reliable, like a long time. So, uh, I'm taking the price dip, hoping he balls out and shoots, gives uh, the Heat some offense like they need. On the Pelicans, uh, probably don't have a whole, whole lot of interest in their top guys, but I am looking very hard at Dyson Daniels at 3,900. Just talked on the Dynasty podcast earlier that I was on about this. You guys should all go, go check that out. But uh, even if you don't check that out, I'm just uh, big on Dyson Daniels, and they've got no Najee Marshall most of in this one most likely. Uh, so he's going to get some minutes, you know, at least 20, 25 minutes, and I'm happy with that at 3,900 for sure. Kid's got a lot of upside. Uh, not necessarily shooting the basketball, but assists, steals, rebounds. Let's talk about the single-game showdown. It's New York Knicks and the Toronto Raptors. Uh, I do have some interest in this one, but, you know, we got some – some news we do have to stay on top of. Fred Van Vliet is questionable with a ribs injury. And OG Ananubi, I'm going to list him as questionable with an ankle injury. I'm gonna, He's probably more on the side of the doubtful. He had to sit, leave the game on uh, Saturday. Or was that Friday? I'm getting my days confused now. I'm not sleeping a whole lot. The nine-month-old is teething. So beg my pardon here. But he had to leave the last game that they had with an ankle injury, so I think he's more on the side of doubtful. Uh, Delano Banton is also questionable with a hip injury. And if you guys don't have forgotten, Mitchell Robinson is out with that thumb fracture. Uh, going to be a bummer. Going to be out for a couple of weeks. So a bummer for me. Just traded for him in one league. Brrr, sucks. Pascal Siakam has to be my captain, uh, especially if Fred Van Vliet's out. But no OG, no, OG, uh, no OG Ananobi. I think a lot of people will flock to Scotty Barnes because of the insane numbers he's been putting up. He's been put, playing really well. Can't, can't take it away from the kid. But I just feel like the, the price tag, you might as well just spend up on Pascal. That's my thinking on it. 
maybe you want to be a little contrarian and, and put Scotty as your captain. No one's going to have that. So there you go. A little tip for you. Go do that. Um, I think you, you can make an argument where Brunson or, or Randall gets that captain spot for you, but nah, it's got to be Pascal for me. Um, Precious Achiwa at 4400 still a little bit too cheap. He's getting to that price point now where it's like, okay, he's catching up to what his production is. Uh, he had a really, really, really good game at last one, and I think he's got to be back in your player pool because they're, they're down a couple guys in Ananobi and uh, Banton. Uh, well, Banton's questionable, but I, I'm, I'm assuming he, he or Fred Van Lee might be sitting here. Again, we got to stay on top of this news. I mean, if they are sitting, then Precious becomes an even better play. I think he's fine, though, at 4,400, even if those guys play. Zanobi's probably most certainly out. I'm going to go ahead and throw out there, though, my probably my favorite play here, Chris Boucher at 2,600. So in the past, but anytime there's a couple guys down for Toronto, this is the guy that comes in. Uh, they're just kind of next man up. They've kind of got like a hierarchy, and they just kind of play that next guy uh, all the minutes that the previous guy was getting. So um, looking for Boucher to get some minutes. Looking for him to produce because he does produce in minutes. He gets them. He's a permanent monster. Twenty six hundred, I think, is an absolute guy that you have to have in your in your lineups. I think he is. I really do. Uh, and I'm gonna throw this guy out here too on the Knicks. Uh, Jericho Sims at twenty four hundred, another value play. I just think uh, you know I was right. Like it's okay to my own horn sometimes. I was right that uh, Tim Thibodeau is gonna play Jericho Sims twenty. I said twenty five minutes and Hardenstein fifteen. I know he played Jericho Sims 28 minutes, which uh, didn't surprise me too much. A few more minutes than I expected. But uh, but that was good. 28 minutes, I'll take that all day for sure. And I'm trying to see here uh, who how many minutes uh, Mr. Hartenstein got. 17. So I was almost spot on with that split that I was uh, thinking about there. 6-6 six six from the field for Jericho Sims. 12 points, 8 rebounds, 2 steals, no blocks. That was the guy to go with, and it's still the guy to go with on the Knicks uh, without Mitchell Robinson in there. He's going to get the bulk load minutes there. And we've seen centers tear up, uh, you know, opposing uh, uh, centers tear up the Raptors before in the past. And I don't think Jericho Sims is the guy that's going to go do that, but I think he uh, double-doubles within the – it's within the realm of possibility. 10 and 10. Maybe a, a couple blocks. So 2,400, you're really cooking there. All right, four-game main slate. We've got Jokic questionable with a hamstring injury. That's huge. We've got Jamal Murray also questionable with a hip injury. That's also huge. Bowens Highland questionable with a finger injury. Even huger. Well, no, it's, it's, it's probably not as big as the other two, but uh, lots of injuries over there on the Denver side. It feels like we'll have to wait and see, but it feels like they're going to be sitting guys against the OKC Thunder, which is ill-advised at this point in time. The Thunder are playing really good basketball, so that kind of ticks me off because you should – Play against them. Challenge them. It's a young team. They need that challenge. So you're doing the all of basketball disservice by sitting from guys for that. But I get it. Long season, uh, load management, you know, all, all that. Those buzzwords we, we all uh, have heard a billion times. And I'm sick of arguing about it. We'll do what you're going to do. Whatever. Sit the guys. Anyways, moving on. LeBron James is questionable with an ankle injury. DeAndre Ayton is questionable with an illness. Uh, I'm still him questionable. He, he had to sit on the last game. Uh, Shim is also questionable with a foot injury. If Jokic plays, uh, let's talk about Denver and OKC. If Jokic plays at 11-6, uh, I think he's a smash play. Just like uh, with, with, with Doncic in there earlier, 
uh, slate. I think this is a good guy to spend up on. Um, safe guy for cash. Uh, could break the slate against the OKC Thunder, who we like to attack down low anyways. Now, if Jokic is out, I'm going to go to Aaron Gordon, 6,400. That's what I've been doing. It's been working for me. He had like 40-something points in the last one without without uh, Jokic against a pretty weak opponent. And, you know, again, I'm not going to call the OKC Thunder weak right now. They're playing really good basketball. Watch quite a bit of Thunder basketball over the last couple of weeks. But um, but they're not a they're not a proven defensive team by any means necessary, and and definitely not when it comes to the interior protecting the paint. So Aaron Gordon's definitely got to be on my list there. I've got Contavious Caldwell Pope at forty four hundred. If there's no Murray or Bones, I think he's a smash play if that happens. They're going to have nobody to handle that basketball. Um, Contavious Caldwell Pope's kind of the closest thing to that. And should get a lot of usage there, even if Jokic plays. So I'd be looking at the backcourt there. If those guys sit, then KCP's a, a good guy for me to get grab. If Bones plays at 4,000, if there's no Murray, but Bones does play, then that's a smash play right there. Love it. Uh, I'm also going to throw in Zeke Naji at 3,700. If everyone sits, this guy really intrigues me. Had a really, really good game in the last game where they kind of did that where they sat everybody. So I keep my eye on that. Uh, Shea Gildas Alexander on the other side of the ball, 9,700. Definitely have some interest there as well. Uh, could conceivably, maybe, it'd be really rough. I don't think you can really fit Jokic and SG in your lineups and have a really, really solid lineup. So love to run it back, but I just don't think you can do that. So you have to pick one or the other. I went with SG. I'm hoping Jokic sits, so it opens up a lot of dinner of value for us. So that's what I've got so far. Uh, let's move on, though. Phoenix and Memphis. Let's talk about Mikel Bridges at 6,900. This is incredible. Been a smash play for weeks. Been telling you to play him for weeks. People are finally catching on. His ownership's going to be high. I was actually pretty surprised at his ownership in the last one that I played. And uh, it's going to happen again. It was tonight, so it's back-to-back. -back. So it was going to happen again. I mean, it's going to have uh, high ownership, but he's going to have plenty of usage. No Devin Booker, no Chris Paul. His PRA was at 26.5. That was before Aiton was ruled out. I played that, though, the over, and it hit easily. Now, of course, Aiton being ruled out helped a little bit. I'm not going to take that away from him. but uh, I'm going to throw this guy out there, though. He's been off people's radars for a while, so I think his ownership will be low enough now and his price is low enough now that he's on my radar. Dwayne Washington at 4,800. Uh, I think you can definitely kick, kick the old tires here on him in a GPP. Because, uh, again, people are going to fade him because he's been playing like crap. Been kind of out of the rotation the last one. So I think he's someone that you can definitely look towards uh, for the, his sons to play. Uh, I think this is a good matchup for him, too. Memphis. I like guards, I like guards in Memphis. I like getting them up, up and down the floor. Guys like to you know take quick shots. I like that a lot. Uh, Brooklyn Nets and the Golden State Warriors. Let's talk about Benny Ben. Ben Simmons, 6,600. Triple double threat on DraftKings. That is a big value for us. That's all we're hoping for. We're hoping for that, that game he had a couple of games ago 10, 11, and like, well, 10, I think it was 10 points, 11 rebounds, 10 assists, or maybe it was 11 assists, 10 rebounds, whatever it was. Barely a, a triple double. Won me some money in real life, but in real life, in gambling, in, in gambling props. But he also uh, got like 50 plus DK points. At 6,600. So, Golden State Warriors are a team I like to attack. They don't, uh, I mean, they're playing better. Their defense just has not been good. There's been no cohesion on that side of the basketball for them this season. 
think Draymond's a little overrated at this point in his career uh, on that side of the basketball, too. He's not going to care about Ben Simmons anyways. He'll probably be guarding Kyrie or something. Who knows? It's going to be an interesting matchup, though. I'd love to watch Ben Simmons against uh, Draymond Green. <laughs> it's just an interesting. He's the guy can shoot. <laughs> I like them to play one-on-one. Go make him play one-on-one uh, for this game. And whoever wins, wins the game. I think Ben will probably win that one. Mm, I don't know. People might disagree with that. Anyways, let's talk about the other side of the ball. Let's talk about the Warriors. I do have Draymond Green, 6,100 on my list here. Uh, ben playing very well. Like, I, I, you know, I'm not a huge Draymond Green fan. I think he says some asinine things uh, in real life. But is he, if he's going to win my, win me money, then, yeah, sure, go for it. And uh, new media all day. Sure, yeah, whatever. Say what you want to say, man. I mean, like, yeah, you can say whatever you want to say. I also have the right to not like what you say or not like you for being, you know, you. And that's that's, that's okay. You, what you do is okay, what I do is okay. There you go. Draymond, you're welcome on the show anytime. <laughs> uh, 6,100 for Draymond, though. I think that's a decent spot there. Uh, Wiggins, 6,300. It's insane what he's doing with the shot not falling. He's putting up a lot of uh, DK points for us, even without that shot falling. So, you know, I think there's a decent chance that a shot does fall at some point. And if that happens, you're really cooking, man. You are really cooking. And it's the Brooklyn Nets, so. They're a better defensive team than most people give them credit for, but still. Uh, Lakers and the Portland Trailblazers. I've got Nurkic at 7,000. I've got them circled, man. I want to get Nurkic against this weak, 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 weak Lakers team on the interior. I think that's probably one of the most exciting plays on this slate here for me because I don't think a lot of people are going to be on them. But 7,000 for Nurkic against the Lakers makes sense to me. They're playing winning Gabriel. Who I've got here on my list. Winning Gable 4,400. But they're playing him a whole bunch of minutes. And they're not playing Thomas Bryant because Thomas Bryant's not that good. They're looking for a center. They can't rebound the basketball. They out-rebounded by like 20 rebounds or something like that last game. I know old, old man Bespris, Dan Bespris, was all over Twitter about it. Them getting out-rebounded and still winning. It was just incredible that they won that game. And I agree. Uh, I've also got here Patrick Beverly, 3,400. I think it's time to take some shots at Patrick Beverly. He's still getting you know minutes in the mid-20s. And if he can get that shot to fall and grab a few steals, 3,400 is a decent price point. And this is a pretty small slate. So we're, we definitely have to look at some guys that we don't normally look at. All right, let's move on to Thrive Fantasy. If you are not playing Thrive Fantasy, start thriving, my bros and broettes. Uh, use promo code ETHOS at checkout and get a deposit match bonus up to 250 bucks. I got three for you off this slate. I'm probably not going to play this slate. I'm just, this just kind of grosses me out uh, in general, this slate. I don't know. Um, but there are some some plays that I did like. I like Kyrie Irving over 37.5 points and assists at 115 points for that one. A real big plus odds play. I think it's easy to see him dropping, you know, 35. And then he just needs, what, three assists? I could definitely see it happening. He's a good basketball player. Like, you might not like him in real life. I, I don't really either, but he's a good basketball player. Uh, Steph Curry, over 38.5 points, rebounds, and assists. I do like Steph Curry here uh, in this matchup as well. And I do feel like it's time for Steph to kind of go supernova here and get this Golden State Warriors team back on track. So... Looking for a big game out of him as well. Yusuf Nurkic over 9.5 rebounds. That's 90 points. I like that a lot. I've already explained it. Don't really go into, need to go into much more detail, but um, it's, it's the Lakers. So there you go. That's it, guys. That's going to do it for me. I am Keith Cork. You can find me on Twitter at, at BSBP Keith. And go follow the show, guys. 
and girls. And, uh, you know, tune in every week, every day. Uh, we're here. We're trying to get you some money. If we are, you hit me up on Twitter. Let me know. Let me know how much you love me. Let me know how much you love the show. Like, don't be shy. Come on. You can reach out. Uh, I promise. And uh, I won't bite. So until next time, guys, go get that money.